Thank you for joining me on another intuitive journey. In previous podcasts, I've covered something I call tools of the trade, items that can be used to energetically complement things like your meditation, visualization, or healing practices. All the practices I speak about are my own practices that I have personally developed and used and followed for over 45 years of my life. And I'm confident in the safety, validity, and integrity of each suggestion I offer for best practices with tools like candles and incense. From listeners' feedback received, there's a keen interest in receiving recommendations around selection and maintenance practices for tools like candles and incense. I will endeavor to answer your questions. So let's begin. It may sound obvious, but it's critical to strive to keep incense and candles and all associated holders, containers, as clean and organized and dust-free as possible. I have a cabinet and a drawer at my home and at my office. The drawer houses items I use daily and weekly. Cabinet contains my stockpile of all my incense and candle supplies in larger quantities. My preference is to have my tools with me in my energy proximity for as long as reasonably possible before I start using them. Of course, it's completely acceptable to buy any item and use it the same day. I just personally enjoy adding another energy layer, if you will, to my tools. It's similar to the wonderful sense of comforting that can come using the same watch, ring, or necklace, for example, from a cherished deceased or living family member that you have, that has been given to you. Every time you touch or interact with that piece, there's a sense of connectedness that's reassuring and empowering. Same idea behind finding and maintaining perhaps a great little wooden box, a drawer, a bag, a basket to hold your tools in a tidy, clean, and thoughtful fashion. I also recommend using only tools made of glass, ceramic, wood, crystal, stone, tin, or metal. I personally never use any plastic items or items associated to dead creatures. Things like ivory, leather, turtle shells, hides, pelts, teeth, bone, because collectively these items are from materials that have a low vibrational energy. I prefer using items made from natural materials that carry a higher vibrational energy. Of course, there are a number of cultures and groups that include some of these before mentioned items in their practices, and I of course respectfully acknowledge their choices, but they are not my choices of things I am comfortable incorporating into my intuitive practices. I have been asked by clients and students my thoughts on spontaneously found items like seashells and feathers. My response is trust your intuition, trust your gut. When you hold the item, has it been naturally discarded by a creature or is your intuition picking up fear, energy, suffering, confusion from the item in question? Additionally, all my incense pots are filled to the brim with salt, as a base for the incense to burn on. Using regular table salt, I find, is fine. Salt is a pure, simple cleaning agent 
cleansing agent when used with your intentions to clear or draw out anything no longer helpful in a person's aura or space. Once a month, typically day after the full moon, I'll incense pots at my home and office are emptied into a compost and refilled with fresh salt. When you first acquire an item you're planning to use as a tool, look to completely clear the item you plan to use as a tool in order to energetically remove anyone else's energy that may still be connected to the item in question. Could be the energy from the sales clerk, if it's a repurposed item or a thrifted item, it could be left over from the previous owner. It's not necessarily you're preoccupied with clearing negative energy, just clearing energy that's not personally your own. My recommended method of clearing any item is to run the item through several passes of incense smoke. Simply light a stick of incense, let the smoke start billowing from the top of the stick, and simply pass the item through three, four, or five times until basically it feels to your satisfaction clear. That's clearing an item using incense smoke. Or, if I have the time, I will place the item on an inside windowsill between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. any day of the week, with the intention for it to be cleared by sunlight. These are the times daily where even on overcast days, sunlight is at its strongest intensity. Another method is placing an item on the interior windowsill during hours corresponding to the rise of the moon and until midnight. Just a quick aside, moonlight is very helpful and powerful and can be used to clear any item or tool, but I also believe it can add an extra layer of so-called feminine energy that is perfectly fine, but probably better applied to intentions around fertility, romance, or success. Sunlight is definitely a masculine energy, but also more of a flow-quickly-get-things-done type of vibration. I promise more on feminine and masculine energy attributes with tools in future podcasts. Some additional tips when lighting candles or incense. Do not blow out any flame that first appears on stick or wick. Let it dissipate on its own. And at the end of using a candle or incense stick, please use a snuffer on the candle or extinguish the incense stick by placing burning tip into the salt or sand it was standing in, and if using a freestanding holder for the incense, extinguish in water. Why are these steps important? To show respect, in my opinion, and appreciation for the elementary energy of fire that just finished helping you in your practice. It is okay, in my opinion, to use the same candle over and over again for the same purpose if you wish. I have a massive white pillar candle in my home office, and I use it repeatedly for meditation practice. The key, though, is keeping a candle and any holder you use very clean. I prefer using wooden matches also, whenever possible, to light candles and incense. Again, because matches tend to contain mostly natural materials, plus disposable lighters do not help the environment. Buying candles made of natural or organic materials is ideal, but if access, budget, or availability only allow commercially prepared or even homemade candles repurposed 
and made from kids' old crayons. Not to worry. It's all about the attitude and intentions you bring to your tools. In the next podcast, I look forward to providing information on best candle colors and incense fragrance to use to boost things like intuition, create family harmony, invite new cash flow, encourage new romantic partner, encourage creativity and motivation, just to name a few interesting things that'll be on my agenda. Thank you for your participation through listening to this podcast. Till next time.